true choice is the choice we make. And it's just the choice that we choose. Which is the power that we have. The incredible power. Because as a leader, if you become aware of what you're choosing, then and other people get in your conversation, you really are setting up the possibilities of what they can choose. So what you're choosing in a way sets up the possibilities of what your family can choose. That's why families are all different. Is, is choosing a new commitment distinct from radical assumption? No. It's exactly the same thing. I can tell you, and what good would that do you? In tomorrow's now, it would be very helpful. Well, no, because normally I would just say, okay, I'll figure that out later. But I want to know now. What did you say in your head when that was said to you? What was your conversation? Conversation was, I've heard that before, and I'm still not Totally. Exactly how. And what are you committed to then? And I think, well, yeah, maybe for a moment I, I am, and then I'm not. So you redeclared yourself. You redeclared yourself. You just, see, we declare ourselves. I looked at evidence. No, you didn't. You didn't even look at evidence. You just redeclared who you were. I said who you were, and We're already committing to nothing. Like we're already just stepping forward into commitment. She stepped. She just stepped forward into the commitment of, oh no, I'm not, or I uh, maybe a little bit. But there's no. It's like it's just as uncertain as you're a trainer. It's just the one you're used to or comfortable with or whatever. It's, it's just stepping forward into a pattern you enjoy. Exactly. It is all about enjoyment and preference. That's all it is. 
Well, that's the same. It's like you prefer whatever you enjoy. This is all, we're living the life of total joy right now for ourselves, regardless of what those conditions are. How gloriously yeah. pathetic it can get. <laughs> gloriously pathetic. pathetic. So. But it's like when, but it, it seems like when we step out of that though, then it's much more enjoyable to step, to step into where it's more uncomfortable. Like to really step into that is much more fun. No, no way. Well. That's, that's only your kind of enjoyment. <laughs> you cannot argue taste. Okay. You know, if you like that, it's fine. But and we, we also well, we just like that. That's also a lie. Like in a certain sense, it's a lie. We con ourselves, you know, because it's it sounds better to me. Like I, I think that that's what I that's what I enjoy, but that's not what I, that's not the result. That's not how I show up. So if I'm first able to say this is what I enjoy, like I enjoy melodrama. I do. I say I don't want it, but I, you know, I love it. It's as simple as enjoying. What we enjoy about it is that everybody in the room is into it. Is that we're like stepping into the safety of what everybody in that room is. With the conversation of everybody in that room, like during the event. Yeah, I, I enjoy the level of enjoyment of stepping outside of myself, but it's, because, it's also because um, that's like I mean, what you're saying is that a trainer would go into a training and the conversation of that universe is, is that it's enjoyable to step out of your old universe. So that's, that's the enrollment conversation. Like if you, can, if, you can, if you can show people how fun it is to step out of you know, their, their box from before, this is where that happens. They'll be there. People get how fun that is. then in the middle of it. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> well, and, and if the truth is they're creating what they enjoy, they're already there, like they're already immune to that. That's part of what they create. Yeah, but what we're saying is inducting. We're inducting or invoking another possibility right. for joy. Right. And it's an attractive thing rather than a, a, it's like you can't squeeze them from one place to another. You have to suck them there. So a trainer is a sucker. <laughs> I think we get bumper stickers. <laughs> the title of Clint's book. You suck. suck. You suck. I 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 suck
The sucking of transformation. Transformation sucks. Now that would sell. Those rodeo guys would be picking that book up. That's the best seller. So that's the name of this tape. This transformation sucks. I thought it was going to be this other one about enjoying. Are you committed to da 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 And you very clearly said yes. And so then we ask you, so what are you committed to? Just so you could repeat it and have it for yourself. It's like, you just said yes. I am committed to that. That enrollment eats my life, or I don't know what it was, but whatever that thing was, she said. Say what you create in Jay, and that's what you create. You want to create confusion. What's that look like? So that's that's the conversation of I can have this or that. Yeah. And it's almost what Vicky was trying to talk about, I think, in a way of like how, who do I it's the part the part that I think you were leaving out was who do I need to be? Who do I need to be to to create this and that? Who who would Vicky need to be to be able to be here and 
be at work. Oh, oh. oh. Are you okay? No. Is this Carol Burnett piece. of us commit to one thing and then when we when we think we're going to commit to something else then that replaces the previous commitment so that our model is just a, a linear model where we can only commit to one thing at a time or one thing in place. I haven't thought about this exactly but it's clearly some way to split your attention so that this is being cared for and that is being cared for. Can't be in two places at the same time, but is it taken care of back where you are? My family right now is taken care of. Part of my attention is around my family right now. My family is protected. Our relationship is held in sanctuary. My uh, my children are, are like at home, and the home is held. And that's there's a part of my attention over there. And it wasn't for many years. It wasn't for many years when I would go into an event like no other life for me ever existed that's not true anymore and, it, and it, for me it requires a certain amount of pain like I'm really now always aware of the fact that I'm not at home I'm really I have a sadness about not being with my wife and my children right now and I carry that around me with me all, wherever I go wherever I am that's the price that I pay for having part of my attention there <coughs> so like I think part of what like, Vicky's created for herself is sort of like a I don't care about you experience for the people in her other Commitment. Actually, that's not true. I believe you. <laughs> but I don't want to get into a conversation. I don't agree with that either. <laughs> so, um, the possibility for Vicky is to create it. So, I'm being kind of, whatever it's called, assumptive, whatever it is. I'm making presumptions. And probably do all wrong. So, if you just forgive me from the beginning. I could start with somebody else. Okay. Would you have would you prefer I use somebody else? Okay. So that what Jim Zarvos what really Jim Zarvos woke me up to this whole possibility of being able to commit <coughs> to this and that, which is a different conversation, but it requires that I but it's a it's a to shift in who I am. I need to be able to shift who I am so that who I am is taking care of this and that, is committed to this and that, includes both questions will be mm-hmm. 
Well, a lot of them don't. Yeah, yeah I think that, I don't think that I did for a long time, Betty Lou. I think that when I'm at work, I have a, I, like Ben is on my mind all of the time, and there was a time when he wasn't very clearly. But I mean, like even sitting here, I've been thinking about Ben, totally different than than how it has been for me. And I experience you differently that way. Mm-hmm. I experience you as more accountable, or more more a richer person. I experienced you as, as, as a, like when I when I came in here, when I first saw you, when you were, I could see that you were holding more pain than you were before, even even a year ago. You know, I could see that, and that, so I, I didn't say anything about it, but I saw that. In a, in a way that I am holding So then the valuable part for you is in, in what ways aren't you doing that? In what ways are you doing this or that? What Jim Darbo said is some people, the strategy of most people when they get the idea of the importance of commitment is they will commit to small things and try to keep those small commitments and not commit to anything else until this commitment is complete and then commit to another small thing and they handle it that way. He says, I don't propose that. He says the value of having the understanding about commitments is to commit to big things and make a commitment. Find out who you need to be to shift to commit to the big things and have it happen. Not committing to little things and making it safe. It's getting that who you are is commitment and, and, and walking into the I don't know how being yes and, and having it happen according to your big commitments. <coughs> Would we commit to something like really big, like a principle, and the which like the different commitments are like different commitments are under that big main commitment, which might be a principle. No, really, it's not even. It's, it's more specific than a principle. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's really a thing. It's really actually like I'm. I'm committing to what a job in Germany. Mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm going to run a department. I'm a head trainer for a company. I don't I don't know what, what specifically, but it's a big specific thing. Not just a principle that it falls it falls within the principle. But I mean, if I wanted to commit to different things, like, like a certain job in Germany and a relationship and living with. And I would think that they com- these commitments would interfere with each other. So that would that mean I had to commit to a bigger commitment that is above all these commitments? Is that well, where, what you're talking about? Yeah, where is the interference occurring? No, not for me, I'm just asking. No, let's say you're committed to those three things. Okay. Where would the interference occur, occur between those three things? Um, Maybe, for example, that I can't spend as much time at home as I want to because I'm working out. So where's the location of the the (coughs) interference? Can I write on this? Mm -hmm. So, So there's a, you know, there's one thing, this is your, your job, and this is your relationship, and this is living at, living at the household. Mm-hmm. So somehow, the, um, where, is the, where is the interference happening? What's the center of all those things? 
Yeah, so you. Mm -hmm. the it's really only happening in you. Mm -hmm. okay. and, and that's what I mean, it's just that the, you're the source of the, of the conflict. Mm -hmm. So if it, was, if it was handled in you, would it be handled in other place else? Yes. And, yeah, so it's who do you have to be so it is handled in you? What qualities do you need to have for that to be handled in you? How can you be, who do you have to be to be yes to all three of things at the same place at the same time? Yeah, I'm not necessarily saying you're going to come up with an answer right now. Uh -huh. I'm okay. saying it's sort of an ongoing question that you carry with you, and it's what happens for me. It's mm -hmm. like in each moment I'm going, well, okay, who do I have to be here to be this and that? Mm -hmm. Who do I have to who do I have to be here to be have my parents in the training and be a trainer? Who do I have to be for that to happen? That's impossible. Mm -hmm. It's an impossible thing. So you're not asking which principle am I serving? Am I really doing that in order to fulfill my commitment? But you're asking, who do I have to be? Moment to moment. This yeah. is the moment to moment. Uh, okay. Part of it seems to be part of the answer is definitely not minimizing the now. I'm mm -hmm. just being present with now. Yeah. Okay. With somehow, somehow part of your attention, like getting, the, creating for them over there that they get what they're taking care of. Yeah, it seems like it also, I have this image of, of being bigger. There are all sorts of working examples in the large in a larger society where that doesn't happen, <laughs> like men coming home from work and clocking and checking out, you know, and just like replenishing or whatever they think that is, whatever I think that is when I do that, or mothers who go to work to escape their children. You know, some mothers do that. Take care of a job and run a household and have a husband and sure. take care of a parent and mm -hmm. you try to have friends sure. and contain all of that. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I was, yeah, there are. I was just eliminating the, the when it doesn't, when people check out, they can't do those things. That's true. I, I, I didn't know you had a choice. It seems like for the self. <laughs> 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 that's, that's what you That's why it's you're been a choice. Yeah. You've been choosing all this time. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Take somebody off that list. <laughs> 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 you yourself. All right. You, you just yeah. yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know what about you the men? Yeah, but you yeah. surrounded yourself with women. There are plenty that don't. She thinks she's just that. That's part of her world. <laughs> but I'm around me. I mean, I think everybody has their own level of capacity with that. And if they don't make a conscious effort to improve and expand it, then it kind of stays the same for their whole life. And I think that it's self-limiting sort of thing. If you're trying to run a job and try to go to a group and trying to be in a relationship and, it's, and, you, and you can't be whoever it is you need to be for all those things to happen, then it's going to fall apart. It's, they just disassemble themselves. Sort of self-limiting, you know. So a person who's the, the chief executive officer of a big corporation and has a family you know, and, and has a, a spiritual path or whatever, you know, and puts all those three things together and handles it and makes it happen, um, that person is capable of that. It's not an accident. That person created it that way. And if it were an accident, then it would fall apart pretty quick on that. Terry, you had something? Yeah, I get confused, especially the last year, of this commitment, because I always found, like, you know, um, 
I married Rick, I married him for a day, so I guess I was minimizing my time because I had no experience of what relationship or parenting or being married was in the convent and my parents. So it was like, okay, I can handle this right now. And I get that. And then I get commitment with, with children. That makes sense, you know, doesn't matter how my kids are, that I'm, I understand that. And, but I've always done commitment, or maybe for my ego in a way, or, or I do it very intensely and becoming. And I'm having the hardest time splitting it and being who I think I need to be in that in commitment these days. For example, an easy one, we just moved the office out of my house. And now Matthew comes home at 3.30 every day, and then he's, and he's still 14, and then this summer he'll be home all summer. Well, the thought for me of having to not be there and be in the office, when I've made a commitment to being in the office, blows me out of the water. And so I, I sort of, I start getting real contracted and go, how can I do this? And I can't do anything right, and it's not. So I'm trying to split it, or I'm, I'm having a hard time splitting it because I don't have an understanding of how to do things not against or not to just take on what I'm doing 100%. So that's a this or that conversation. I know. No, I get that. I get that. And listening to Vicki and listening to MJ, I get that I have that going. And I don't, you know, and, and I understand, you know, like in drawing circles, it goes with me. It's not them, because if you do, and if, if you talk to my kids or talk to Rick or, or you know, talk to my boss, they'll go with, but, of course you can handle it. Of course. We'll work with you in any way in order to handle it. And but the answer to how to do it is yes. Is yes. yes. Everybody experiences that. We all experience that. That's exactly how it is inside of our little box. 
is that's the only way it can be. Those are the rules in the box. One of the rules in the box is you can't get out of the box. <laughs> There's nothing outside of the box. It's one of the rules in each box. So you have to have somebody or something, or some, you know, a, somebody says, I just enjoy going outside of boxes. But I feel like I have a commitment to be a mom. So that's a box. So you've limited the definition of what a mom is to be what's only inside of your box. Your description of a mom is a box. My description of a mom is an incredible creator, you know, a vast queen who has a sorceress and a warrior. Does she work outside of my home? I don't understand the question. No, no, what you're trying to do is kill me. That's what you're trying to do. No, I'm not. I'm not. Well, check it out. Like, what you're trying to do is prove to me that your box is a box and you can't get out of your box. That's what you're trying to prove to me. Well, I think maybe I'm trying to shoot my reality. No, if I get in your box, then my reality is this place. And I'm, I'm, I'm unwilling to go in your box. And that should piss you off. Or frighten you. Or make you sad. Or, okay. So, so, I'm sorry, it's not my intention. And I'm not going in your box. So, so, so the life inside of a box is like that. Life inside of a box is really hard. And especially in an environment that's, that's about transformation. Because the only thing about transformation, transformation is only committed to one thing, and that's expanding boxes. And that's the only thing it's about. So you can only expand one step at a time, pretty much, and you just keep going, keep going, keep going. So your box right now, is it any bigger than it was <coughs> five years ago? Yeah, so and each time that you go through this experience of my box is the only real way it is, and now all of a sudden you're talking to me and it sounds totally crazy to me. It's, you're talking about something that's confusing to me, I feel sad about it, I don't understand it, outside of my box, I can't conceive of it, I don't believe you. Tricking me, it's not real. That's what it, that's when somebody's standing outside of your box and talking to you, that's what it sounds like. I don't like it. Probably why I've worked so hard to expand my box because it's so uncomfortable when somebody outside of my box is talking to me about me being in a box. It's really bad. <laughs> so, so, I don't know why you came to this meeting. Why'd you come to this meeting? You could have come to this, you know, Mother's Anonymous or something. Like you said, moms have to be with their kids from 3 o'clock to 6 o'clock every day and they have to feed them cookies and milk and make sure that they don't play too much video games. I don't, you know, you could have gone to a meeting like that. Why'd you come here? about your relationship with people and that is that you're an enemy unless you're inside of my box 
That's okay with me if you don't understand. Yeah, no, I'm just saying, I don't understand. I don't have a... I don't believe you. Okay. I wouldn't say it in the moment. I wouldn't think it. Okay. What, you know, if I had a box, and I was really committed to my box, and I, I needed my box to be real, then, if you were, if I came up to you, Terry, uh, the only way I'd be willing to be in a relationship with you is if you came inside of my box. Because if you were standing and talking to me outside of my box, then my box would be an illusion. Mm -hmm. And that would be so threatening to me. It would be terrifying to me. It would threaten me. It would piss me off. It wouldn't be okay. So I wouldn't either, either you're, an, and so you would be a threat to my box, therefore you're an enemy of mine. Unless you're talking with me inside of my own box, you're an enemy. If I'm totally committed to my box. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Well, I experience you as, as, as being set up that way. Now, not 100%. you got to understand it's not 100%. Because you let me talk to you. And I'm not in your box, that box, all the time. And, um, but I use grease. Uh, box grease. <laughs> I can slip in inside of, outside of boxes. And I can talk to you in a way that you experience me as being inside your box, when really I'm not. But other people can't do that, maybe. So, what I... You still okay? So, um, so I think that you experience anybody who's not inside your box as an enemy and you have a condition on a relationship with people that the only way they can really be in a relationship with you or be friends with you is if they're inside your box. Causing 
a problem because they're not in your box. They're causing, they're the source of your confusion. And they're dangerous. Consider them good. You yeah, consider them your best friends. Yeah. Well, no, if I if I don't know how to be, I don't know about. I don't, it's just not safe to be around. Right. So I'm not safe for people to be around that I'm contracted. That's not how you experience it. No, well, I experience the situations I'm safe. This isn't. Right. And they're the source of it. Yeah, so are they your really wonderful, warm, best friends you'd like to be around, or are they the enemy that you try to go away from? They're dangerous. They're dangerous. Right? The situation is dangerous, and I don't know how to be. You personalize. You personalize. Yeah, well, I'm just. I keep seeing you as trying to say, have me say that that because I'm scared or I'm contracted, it's Paul's fault. And it's not Paul's fault. See, I only Even if I don't know how to interact with him, I don't see him as bad or not a good So right now... But but I think what he's saying is that you actually, your self-image doesn't allow you to perceive that you're actually experiencing somebody as not bad, but dangerous and See, see, right now it's right now it's not true. Right now right. we're not the enemy. Right now we just right now you trust me and we're having a talk and you're really interested in trying to figure it out and you're not contracted. And so right now the experience is well they couldn't be an It wouldn't be nice to have them be an enemy. So but when you're contracted, I'm talking about when you are contracted, I suspect that you experience them as the enemy. I'm so unsafe. I don't you take I'm, a, you take a, I'm unsafe, and if, if they touch me, I'm unsafe. It's not, they're t- there's something wrong with their touch. I never feel that. It's like, I'm unsafe. Yeah, but who's the source of the unsafeness? That's, you can, you only say that now. You're only saying that now. But there's, but when you're experiencing it in the moment. Terry, you take a, you take a, you take a, a very quick leap and that you do experience other people as the enemy. Because in our private conversations, you'll do that. And you'll experience other people as dangerous, you'll experience other people as the enemy. But you make a very quick leap to, I don't belong. So then you internalize all that. The other people are all of a sudden, the enemy is all of a sudden okay, then you internalize it into, I don't belong. Does that make sense? So anyway, hi. What did you come to this meeting for? (laughs) 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 (laughs)
like even right now, the fact that we're having, like we had a little bit of a personal conversation with a couple people that really, really, like you've drawn kind of this conversation to you in sort of a way. Which is really bad. I mean, how many people have been finding value in this? Because you know, we all do this. This is the mechanics of boxes. Mm -hmm. this, is, this is how boxes work. It's cool stuff. What I see is how strong you <laughs> We're committed to it. Yeah. Yeah. Paul's comment that the self-image would not allow me to perceive, and that just sunk in. I think you just become blind to the process, to the moment that you're defending your box. It's like, I'm defending my box. And it's like, what? Everybody's What box? What box? You know, I didn't just try to kill you. I didn't just, like, you know, make a tofu of myself. You do that, so you'll be accepted by this other person. It's like a cat that runs into the wall and then just get a. It is like if our if our box if, if we step out of our box we think we'll die. We will. No, that's true. Yeah. That's what totally the death true. thing is. Yeah. It is true. If you step outside of your box even this much, even if you let something from outside of your box into your box, your box has to expand and include that. That littlest, tiniest thing trashes, kills, it kills, it's death. It's totally the end of your box, because it's a new box. Even one element changes, it's an entirely new box. So this thing about today's a good day to die is this thing about, so, gonna die, so. <laughs> well, there's nothing, so, yes, and. There's nothing. Cool. And I get to make everything up out of nothing. And I get to start from zero. It's redeclare, yeah. Box building. So there's the blocks game, this is the box game. <laughs> so self-image is a box. What if what if what kind of image could you have of yourself if there were no box? Let's put the other way around. If there were no box, what kind of self would you image? Do I have to answer that? Yes, you do. There are no fake questions here. Okay. <laughs> so I would image this really sexy, vibrant woman that's an interesting image. In yeah. It's an interesting box. Yeah. <laughs> an interesting it's box. Just, yeah. <laughs> With people? Well, it's just another box. It's like, you give up There's always a box. Because the, cause my self-image, well, what I tell myself is, is I'm not attractive. Like, I'm stuck on that. So it keeps you. Well, it's all self-centered. It keeps you all self-centered. I'm, like, looking at my navel all day long. But if you had no other picture, uh, no other image of another box, what, what would be there? I don't know, you're... Yeah. See, <laughs> I just want to warn you that the answer to that question is to be where she is. So, the only way you can answer that question is to be there. And I'm like, it's a trick question. I mean, this is a question where it's like, 
What's it feel like to step off into nothing? Well, find out. The only answer? Is the only way to get there? See, that's another dangerous question. <laughs> Yeah, How could you find an answer to that question? I don't have any understanding of what she experienced. Because okay. you just have to step. I don't, I don't have an experience of, of terror. So do, and do we have that I'm opportunity? Okay. Does that mean I haven't experienced it yet? Or does it exist for me like it exists? These are laws. These are principles. These are, this is like mechanics, car mechanics, or electronics. These, these are really principles. So it's, you can't, it can't be like doesn't exist some way for you as it does for her. We're talking about the mechanics of mechanics. So, so, so it's like we're working in material sciences here. It's like, the, you know, this is like the way, you know, gravity. If you let go of something, it drops. Those are the kind of things we're talking about. So, so of the two options, if you said that, it, that either I don't get it, I, I don't have an experience of terror, or, um, the, the, the physical laws of, of the universe don't exist for me like they do for her. Which of those two is probable? Yeah. So that could be either terrifying in itself or it could be quite interesting. We're, we're talking about quadrants, mad, sad, glad, and scared, each one having its own set of possibilities. So there's a whole quadrant. I'm talking 25% of reality you may not have access to. It's interesting. <coughs> Will you keep going with what you were saying? climbed over the moment between boxes. There's a gap between yeah, boxes. Yeah, I mean, I think I was in that gap. box making. 